Good evening, my estranged friend. It's your best and really only friend. Are you still there? Well, I guess I still see the red light shining. So I guess you're here. It's hard to tell if you're actually listening to me. <laughs> who am I kidding? Of course you're listening. I'm the only one who comes here after school. I'm the only one who still bothers to come to the Grafton Scrap Depot anymore. Okay, if you're still listening, listen closer, because today was a woofer. And I mean woofer! You know Mrs. Galdiras, right? My biology teacher! The one who gave me a 79 instead of a 87 because I might have accidentally spilled sulfuric acid on my report. Which, in my defense, it should have been bonus points for physical evidence. Well, anyway, guess what happened to her? Go on. Guess. Okay, well, today we were going through our daily routine. You know, bell ringer, greet the teacher, all that jazz. But as we were swearing our allegiance to our great flag, she gave this unholy shriek that just wouldn't stop for hours. Like, seriously, okay, Mrs. Galdiras, go ahead, scream your head off. It's not like you have some young minds to influence with your morals or anything. Teachers. Well, the next thing I know, she has the audacity to pass out right there. I would have felt a little bit bad, maybe concerned, if she hadn't passed out on our homework. I swear, if I don't get an A for putting up with that, I'm going to tell Principal Huss. Moving aside from Mrs. Galdera's, I'm thinking about picking up a job. It wouldn't be something too hard. It could be a bookstore runner, but I don't think I have the charisma or the hypnotherapy skills to get anyone to come in as a customer, let alone become an employee there. Or I could work at Skip's. Yeah, Skip's Grocer Mart. It has stocking, checkout, haggling, advanced haggling, and even has a permit for luchador haggling. Ooh. On second thought, I may not have my Article 979 papers in all the way filled out. Ugh, that would be a complete no-no to even attempt that without them. Maybe a post-kid? I hear it's hard work, but it can't be that hard to stand in one place with a couple dozen other kids and hold up the mayor's house for eight or so hour shifts. But then I wouldn't get the chance to talk to you here. Well, that just won't do. I also visited the junior high today. It's still under construction. It's been like that for about 54 years. 
the anniversary of the start of construction's coming around this summer. When Principal Moore took out the first brick and stated, The first of most destruction shall start with me. Well, he was right in a way. The school's constantly adding staircases, destroying staircases, and even making them just not exist anymore, with students still on them sometimes. I think I told you about that time that happened to me. I didn't die, I just ceased existing for a period of time. It was a fun month. I got extra credit on my next report on relative existence versus constant existence. When the anniversary comes around, all the town will gather around the petrified principal and break out the barbecues and smokers and just have a grand old time. I overhear some of the old people at Skip's talk about what it's supposed to look like when it's finished. Like the Buckingham Palace, but with desks. That was Mrs. Mahoney. She had a patron in a headlock. Now it's gonna look like Harvard and the Vatican had an education child. That was Mr. Rassistein. He was pulling a reverse butcher, putting Miss Mahoney in a pin position. I kinda hope Miss Mahoney's right. Mostly so the money she gets from the betting pool can help me pay off the amount I lost from betting on her in the fight. What do you think the junior high will look like? Did you go to junior high? Do you even go to school here? Sorry, that was a bit personal. What the- Oh crap, I left my snacks in the car. I'll be right back. Hi. Thanks for listening to Stories of the Grafton Scrap Depot. Thank you for listening to this nonsense of a podcast, and hopefully share it with your friends, family, or that one person you don't really know. I hope you enjoy my awkward voice and my works. I hope to make this a monthly podcast, but we'll see what happens. The snack of the day is pretzels, and today's color is Peru tan. With that, I leave you back at the depot. Mmm, pretzels. Mm. They're a bit stale. I can't complain too much, though. They're good pretzels. Oh, while I was heading back to my car, I heard that Mrs. Galdera started getting ingested by a giant cell. I'm a bit concerned for her, but also a bit peeved. If you don't like your job, you could just say so, Mrs. Galdieras. I get it. We can be rowdy, maybe even horrific, but this is just a bit insulting. She really needs to act more professional than this if she wants to continue as a biology teacher. But schools always tend to have that one teacher. Whether it's the one teacher who can't stop singing opera, that one teacher who constantly denies gravity, and of course, that one teacher who just isn't up for the job. Maybe that's what makes our school our school. You know, what makes your school your school? I'm also starting to wonder what life would be like outside of Grafton. Don't get me wrong, our town is beautiful. From the under-construction middle school, to the brain probing, to the wall surrounding the entire town to keep people from going in or out, but ultimately fails to the menacing dictatorship we call local government. All hail Mayor Tillings. But life outside, as scaring and menacing and unknown as it is, will one day be known, whether it be from my eyes, or yours, or from blind Irma, who says she has visions of the blessed prairie dog. Her visions are strange. Her latest was, a dog not mine yet, but not yours anymore, will soon wander to Elm Street in search of a new keeper. I've, uh, I've never had a dog, so 
I think it's safe to say she won't be the one to make the unknown world known. But I can't write her off so quickly. Whether it's the power of visions or not, she does have some evidence of supernatural power. Last time she shared a vision, it was about my dad, but also not my dad. She said, A great tragedy will befall you. A great tragedy will curse your existence for eternity. Then he, uh, then he married my mom. Mom always said that she was just a jealous attention hog who drank too much tomato juice. That couldn't have been healthy. Mom is usually right. She's the one who suggested I find a job. She left a dead bird tightly wrapped in yucca leaves, which is a symbol for the workers' union, so you can kind of get the picture. Hope will come for me. I believe it. Today's failures will lead to consequences for tomorrow's me to deal with. Thanks again for listening. I can hear my mom's wails, so dinner must be soon. Talk soon, or never again. Stories of the Grabbed and Scrap Depot was written, created, and edited by Grace Vitraska. Music for the Grabbed and Scrap Depot comes from Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com.